When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up and you will get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Welcome in. Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. Got a fun show on deck for you today. We are officially one week away from the opening of Blackhawks training camp. With that in mind, we are going to dive into the Blackhawks prospect system. Um, we're going to discuss uh, Kyle Beach, who has found a new job in hockey, which is outstanding. Good and stuff. a couple of NHL teams have unveiled some new uniforms for this year. So we're going to react and we're going to do a little uh, fashion corner here on CHGO Blackhawks. Make sure you hit that like button. If you're watching us live on YouTube, make sure, of course, you subscribe to the CHGO Sports YouTube page. If you're listening to the podcast the old-fashioned way, make sure you're subscribed on whichever app you use to listen, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever. Hit that subscribe button and turn on those notifications so when a new episode drops, you know and you get it right away beautiful sound effects good timing by lawrence that's why we got the best in the business running the ship today uh looking sharp and i gotta say uh, greg and i look pretty yeah i thought we had the same shirt on a little coordinated today some good taste in, sh- in clothing uh, going on right here. Oh, I think it's weird. Every time I see Greg. I one I, less button at least. And, uh, <laughs> well, uh, this is professional, Greg. The second oh, we yeah. go off the air, the other button gets yeah. really, yeah. But every hey. time Greg walks in, I, I look him up and down because I want to see what the Roosevelt is. But sure if people didn't do. know that, they'd be like, wow, Jay's really digging Greg today. <laughs> uh, no one's going to blame you. At least. We have shirts on though, because I know there's yeah. a friend. Right, our buddy is on. Yeah. We got to we got to find out from the chat. Like today. if we if we could get shirtless smoking guy on the show, how like how huge would that be for the ratings? Like what sort of money do we have to raise on <laughs> yeah. super chats? He doesn't even, we don't even have to ask him a question. Let's just get him like a, a elevated stool stool to sit behind yeah. us and smoke cigarettes <laughs> with no shirt on during yeah, the sure. entire yeah. show. Sure. And he can either nod Put or shake his head in approval or disapproval. Some meats. He, that's uh, what else he does up there. Yeah, it could yeah. be fun. It's an yes. unofficial mascot of, of CHGO Sports. And uh, our fearless it. leader Jake was grilling some Green Ridge Farm oh, yeah. uh, foods on the Weber Grill today. Oh, uh, about yeah. two minutes after Greg and I ordered our burgers down the street. Yeah. <laughs> so life is all about timing. But you know what? I will need a post show hot dog for the walk back to the car. There you go. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Road so, dog. Yeah, exactly. Jesse James. So oh hell know? yeah. Yeah. So nice. no, it's 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 fun today. We got a packed house in the in the in the office today. Literally our, everyone is our here. It's the first our time Cubs in a long guys. time it's been like this. Cubs are going on right now over in Studio B. Watch that show at two thirty. You can watch it on the tape. Don't don't flip yeah, over yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh Sox guys are here watching. We got 
uh, some beers. It's, it's, it's like reminds me of the early days when we were all here. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, good. it's cool. It's, it's cool. It, it means it means stuff is in season again, and we like that. Yeah, uh, we're about happening. to all be in season simultaneously. Narfin would like a shirtless episode. I'm not sure. No one wants this. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, no. yeah Mario's yeah. like, yeah, hell yeah. yeah Let me show the abs off, and Greg yeah, and I are like, well, yeah. Well, yeah. We get another. See, what's with you? Wear flip flops once, <laughs> <laughs> and the feet weirdos don't let yeah. you forget about it. And Greg, show feet. Hey, super appearance. chat. Yeah, I'll take my shoes off. How much for the? Like, how much of a? No, yeah. put my Venmo information up on the screen, uh, and uh, well, you guys no, start no. throwing me cash. Yeah, I'll take CHO my sports. We're not uh, paying you. We want to pay CHO no, sports. No, then I'm going to OnlyFans. Yeah. Okay. CHG yeah. OnlyFans. CHG OnlyFans. Yeah, I see, Yikes. there's an idea. <laughs> now we're thinking. Now we're thinking about it. That's a good way to make $3. I forgot to promote, by the way, uh, Greg and I had a chance to chat with Ethan Del Mastro after practice today. So we're going to share that brief interview. Nothing earth-shattering, but it's always good to catch up with the Blackhawks prospect. We also heard from Andres Sorensen after practice today, so we'll get into that a little bit. But, Mario, we're going to let you set things up. You've got a really cool piece coming out for allchgo.com tomorrow, uh, which sort of leads us nicely into our discussion about the prospects. Yeah, so uh, this is the time of year where uh, you know prospect rankings and Lists and all that are, are very popular, and uh, those those kinds of arguments and debates online run rampant. Uh, I, over the years, have dis- discovered that those debates and lists and whatnot are nonsensical because <laughs> are we really going to argue over which Blackhawks prospect is number four and which is number eight and and really split hairs there? And, and then someone will jump in and be like, neither of these guys are in my top 15. Great. Uh, so what I have uh, discovered as being a more, uh, at least in my opinion, a more proper way of looking at these at these uh, kids, really, and um, is is a pyramid system. It's not a pyramid scheme, but a pyramid system. Yeah, I was gonna say like, oh, careful. <laughs> it's the for a low price of nine ninety nine, you can sign up for my pyramid it's scheme. The yeah, Bernie exactly. Madoff system. <laughs> of it's, uh, it's, it's the Bernie pyramid. No, it's a. Uh, it's just, you know, putting, putting players in tiers where they kind of fit in their, both their development uh, path and where they sit in the, in the organization. Um, I think, we, you know, with, with the lists, ranking them 1 to 15 or 20 or 25 or 50, whatever, you, whatever, you know, people want to do, um, you kind of get into the weeds with, with some of those, you know, some of those, those paths of where these, these uh, players might be, so... You know, in a in a pyramid system, you get, you know, your 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 very top of the pyramid is very small, very narrow, because you really only have maybe one or two players uh, in that top upper echelon uh, for most teams. And then as you get down to the bottom, you kind of just have a bunch of everybody else at the bottom, where, you know, some of those tiers you need those players to have a good foundation, sure. but they're not really going to be at the top of uh, at you know, the top of the pyramid, the guys that are franchise building players. Um, so I've been, I, I've, I've done this for a, a few years now for different outlets. Uh, this will be another iteration on allchgo.com. Uh, look for it tomorrow. Uh, become a member and yeah. see, uh, you know, check out the pyramid, see what, uh, what I think about all the, all, all the prospects, where they sit. Um, and it's it's really you know it's it's a simple process of kind of figuring out who is and who is not a process a, a prospect in my book. Um, if you've played less than ninety NHL games, and you are twenty four years uh, or under twenty four years old by the start of the season, we'll consider you a prospect. 
So it, it'll, it's it, it's interesting. I looked back at at the last few seasons that uh, that that I've done, especially last year, and um, I I, I kind of had to go back and be like, all right, I need to start tempering my expectations with some of these guys because uh, last year when I did the prospect pyramid, I had Kirby Doc listed at the top of the pyramid as a franchise player, and he. One doesn't seem like he's going to do that, and two is gone. So uh, <laughs> if he does do it, it cross him here. off yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So uh, so this year's pyramid will be uh, will be interesting. Um, yeah, again, allchgo.com tomorrow. We'll uh, we'll, we'll get into yeah. It. Well, at the risk of spoiling it, you know, I, we don't want to blow the entire thing. But when we're talking about the magic potential franchise players in the system, eh, I don't. I don't even know if there's one, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. When when I when I looked at you know the prospects, looked at you know what what we've seen of them, what we've heard from other people that we've talked to uh, about some of these guys over the years and and where they where they stand, the 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 top of the pyramid is doesn't really come to a point. <laughs> it's a square. For the Blackhawks, it's kind of squares off yeah. uh, at, at at some point. What? But it's it's good though because. From last year to this year, at least in my opinion, that like tip of the point is kind of flattened, but it's a little wider, wider than it was. Yeah. So it's 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 good and bad, and and you know in different places, some guys have gone up, some guys have gone down, um, some guys have fallen completely to the to the pit of everybody else. And uh, yeah, I think you know, on the whole, I think the Blackhawks system has improved Definitely. year over year. And uh, especially, you know, looking at, at prospect camp earlier this summer, uh, watching the guys, you know, play uh, this week as they get into the, you know, get into the showcase, the first games tomorrow night. Um, it'll be good to see, you know, some, some prospects that you can actually look and say, see and say, I see an NHL future with this guy. Whereas a few years ago, maybe there were two or three. Now I think there's at least six, maybe seven uh, that are pre- playing right now that you're like, I can see an NHL future with this guy right now. Yeah, there's definitely improvement. And I think something that needs to be considered and to be optimistic about the prospect system now is, regardless of the players, it's the attitude of the new regime. Mm-hmm. That's the, the, the stressing of patience and development is huge too going forward because you could have the greatest – you can have the number three overall pick of the draft and then just say, now you're an NHL player, go do it, and then wonder why he failed miserably. Yeah. So that new attention to uh, the, the development and the slow process to say, yeah, Lucas Reichel may play in Rockford a little bit this year. I mean, sure, I, I'm not a fan of that idea, but okay, fine. I I guess it's fine. Like, But you never would have had that in past years. So now that we've got some higher draft picks, some more exciting players, but now we have them in a system where they're like, it's okay if you're not ready for two or three years. Where right. before it was like, you know, Henry Henry Jokiaru, rushed to the NHL, yep. gone. Adam Bolquist, rushed to the NHL, gone. Kirby Doc. Kirby Doc, rushed to the NHL, now gone. You, you, you got to stop doing that. You might as well just not have any draft picks if that's what you're going to do. True. So now we have an, a new regime that values development and Starting it early, that's what, like, we mentioned uh, Anders Sorensen. He's the head coach for the, the weekend. He's the Rockford Icehawks head coach. He talked to us a little bit today, and he said that 
He's already had a lot of really good conversations with Luke Richardson. They're working hand in hand. He's going to run a lot of the same thing. He even said, like, what we're doing this weekend is the stuff they're going to run when they yes. become here full time. So it they're is, getting a taste of it early, it right is, out of the gate. It's how you have to do it. It, yeah. is, it is completely nonsensical for your feeder team to run a dis- different system than your NHL team. Right. It's it's preposterous. It is so common sense. And a lot of people kind of like scoffed at the Cubs way when Theo Epstein came to Chicago. And But he's like, why would we not teach our players at the lowest levels the same thing we're teaching our major league players so when the transition isn't difficult from level to level to level? It makes perfect sense. And I want to mention, uh, we talked a little bit ago how Scott Powers wrote probably about a month ago that the plan was for Lucas Reichel to start the season in Rockford read his piece with Mark Lazarus today and it said they do not want a yo-yo situation with Reichel. So once he's here, he's here. Mm. It's not going to be an up and down, up and down for Reichel. So maybe he does start the season in Rockford, but then when he's called up, be it five games, 10 games, whatever, that's the last time Lucas Reichel gets called up because he will be a Blackhawk from there on out. And Reichel said in that piece, that his goal is to be a full-time Blackhawk this year. So I don't think that's totally off the table. If he has a great camp and a great preseason, why why on earth would you bother sending him down? But we have spent a lot of time talking about Lucas Reichel, and we spent a lot of the summer talking about the draft picks. And as we look at the prospects, there's a few names that I think could be part of the team this year that maybe we've glossed over a little bit. We got into Philip Roos a little bit yesterday. I was watching him closely today during drills and very much what we saw from him in prospects camp I saw again today the poise the calm clearly someone who's been a pro for a long time just has a different level of control to his game something Anders Sorensen by the way mentioned about Isaac Phillips mm-hmm. saying when he came his first year as a pro he was sort of scatterbrained he sort of slowed the game down a little bit Philip Bruce already has that so I think Roos is a guy with a real chance to make the the team. And one guy we haven't really talked about at all is Cole Gutman, who was a Tampa Bay Lightning draft pick, became a free agent this summer, signed with the Hawks. I think he's another guy with a legitimate shot to make the team. And Sorensen said today he loves his game. He used the word impressive when describing Gutman, another guy who's an older, you know, an older prospect who might be able to play for the Hawks day one, if not be a big part of things in Rockford. So there are, it's not just, you know, Reichel and Mitchell and then Nazar and Korchinski and Allen and those guys. There's also a crop of guys in Rockford that really we haven't spent a lot of time talking about that could make an impact this year. Yeah, I think Gutman can be that guy that will push for a spot in camp, probably go down to Rockford. He'll probably be one of the top guys in Rockford, but he'll be that guy that first guy up, you know, he'll be up and down four or five times, you know, if there's an injury, he's the guy that calls up that you can depend on. You know, we've had so many of those guys the last couple of years, but he can be that guy where then a guy like, a, you know, Josiah Slavin or Mike Hardman then doesn't miss that time in Rockford to come up and play six minutes on the fourth line right. for one game and go back. So, yeah, he's definitely an intriguing guy. He's not a guy that you go, holy cow, you know, start pr- printing out those playoff tickets. We got Cole Gutman, but he's going to be a valuable piece to this organization this year, whether it's Rockford or a fourth liner here in Chicago. Yeah. And I think, <clears throat> you know, there, there's definitely a, a mold of player that Kyle Davison is looking to uh, bring into the system. 
and, and Gutman is, is is in that mold where he's a hard worker, good character person, and he and he's come from a really successful. I'm really distracted by our guy here he's back. doing he's some doing some stretches. stretches. He's just showing off, stretching now. out, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> he's just living his life. Um, but yeah, Gutman is uh, you know he's 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 that character guy. Four years at, at a quality pr- uh, program in the NCAA with Denver. Uh, was the captain of the Pioneers last year uh, as they won the national championship. So that's, you know, it's a lot of experience um, at those lower levels that makes a big difference. And, and I think he's, he's going to be, you know, uh, on that cusp. I think he'll definitely push for some, uh, for some time in the, in the preseason. But, you know, if he, if he lands in Rockford, that, that there's, there's no problem with that because – um, you know, the, the Blackhawks are, are investing a lot of time in the prospect system, especially in the Ice Hogs. And what we saw from them last season, we're hoping to see another step forward from them this season where they're going to be another young team. But these are young guys, 23, 24, or 22, 23, 24 year olds that have one or two already professional seasons under their belt for the most part. Um, so they're going to be young, but they've already got some experience. They've played in some important games in the playoffs. Um, they're in a tough division, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting for you know Andre Sorensen, first year as a full time head coach. A lot of these young guys uh, that are going to going to cycle through have a lot of uh, you know a lot of opportunity, and they brought in some veterans too for the for the for the Ice Hogs. Adam Clendenning, Dylan Sakura, uh, Brett Senny is is probably going to be you know playing in Rockford. David Gust, um, David Gust, like they they have a lot of experience at the AHL level that's going to be important to mix in with those young guys and Rockford's going to have an, a, a, an interesting season, hopefully a really exciting season. And what the Blackhawks want is for that to trickle upwards to their NHL uh, team as, as those young guys uh, progress up the prospect system and, and into the NHL, they have that culture of success and winning at a young, at a young age. And, you know, you get some of these young guys get their chemistry together so that, Potentially, when they get up to the NHL together, they have that already going. You're not mixing in, you know, 12, 15 different guys trying to find chemistry. You have a couple guys that already have that from playing in the minor leagues together. Uh, and, and we've seen with, um, with some teams recently that have had players like that come up together, uh, make, a, make a big impact. Well, you mentioned the, you know, the type of player Kyle Davidson wants, and it's... <clears throat> Yeah, everybody wants the the really fast guys with lots of skill. That's the easy one. Everybody's looking for that. But you mentioned the type of player that he wants. In addition to that, because not everybody's going to be that type of player, you know, the Sam Lafferty type. But how many times Jay and I sat there and, and, you know, Anders Sorensen spoke for five minutes. But how many times did he say between the dots? At least three or four. That's like between – he plays – I like him. He plays between the dots. He plays between the dots. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of guy – you know, and all I could think in the back of my mind is he kept saying, oh, between the dots, between the dots, but back of my mind, I'm going, have fun with Dylan Secure this year, Anders. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the exact opposite. But anywho, yeah. uh, and he gave a little shout out to your guy, your, your, your uh, Samuel, Samuel Savoy. Yeah. Called him a competitive bugger. He is a competitive bugger. kicked my chair the second uh, he said it. <laughs> I literally did. You're like, told you. <laughs> At first I thought you did that on accident. And I was like, no, that was on purpose. No. So I acknowledged Purposeful. the, uh, yes, he called him a competitive bugger. Yeah. I, I, you know, I was watching him pretty closely today. And, you know, you can tell he's not, he's not at the level of prospect as these top guys. But he's just, he is everywhere. Like, he's in corners. He's finishing checks. He's 
relentless, and there's always a spot for a guy like that. He's not very big. He just I'm not going to say he's the second coming of Andrew Shaw, but the reminder, the style of play is very similar, Even, and, and who knows? Like, Physically, he reminds me of Andrew Shaw. He looks he's like Dustin that, from Stranger Things a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> got that, a little like, bit. He's got that. The cabbage Patch face a little bit. Yeah, he's got that look that just, like, this guy will gnaw your ear off to score a goal if he had to. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I, he's not a guy I'm shooting up my depth chart. We can, we'll, we'll see tomorrow where he is on the pyramid. Uh, but he's, he's a fun guy to watch. And, and if, you know, he was drafted mid-rounds this past year, and if, and if – your AHL coach is already noticing you and has a, a nickname for you, <laughs> uh, a glowing nickname for you, then you're, you're doing exactly what you want to do in this situation, mm-hmm. making yourself noticed in front of the NHL, AHL staffs. I mean, that's all he can do right now, and I'm interested to see what he does in actual games. He kind of mixed it up a little bit in development camp, and you could see like he, there were a couple times where he was just ready to just and you go, wait a minute, hold on, that's my teammate, yeah. calm down. <laughs> Him and Aiden Thompson almost dropped the gloves. Yeah, yeah. so now game. he's going to get to play against guys wearing a different jersey, yeah. and uh, if you punch a guy in the face, it won't be the end of the world. No, so, no, might as well. Know, and, and, you know, you never know with the, with the Minnesota Wild and their prospects. They kind of – Based on covering the H out the last few years, the Iowa Wild, they have a lot of guys that make it very easy to want to punch them. Um, and I don't know what their roster looks like. I know they took some heat uh, that the last Traverse City tournament with their roster, and that was the tournament yes. that Kirby Doc got injured. I remember that. Yep. In a game mm-hmm. against the Minnesota Wild prospects, for was hit from behind into the boards by a guy that. I don't even know if even played in the ECHL that mm-hmm, year. So mm-hmm. there was some there was some heat from that. So maybe uh, even though maybe Colton can go out there and get revenge for Kirby yeah, and maybe. Uh, start a kerfuffle. Yeah. What I what I remember about uh, Savoy was w- him speaking at prospect camp and basically saying that the the thing he does best and his favorite part of his game is getting under the skin of of, of his opponent and you can teach a guy you know, you can you can work on a guy's speed. You can work on his ability to see the ice. You can work on his ability to, you know, sh- you know, shoot better, more accurately. A guy can get stronger, but to have the ability to be, you know, an antagonizer on the ice and and have that, you know, have that kind of like underrated skill of being, you know, kind of Brad Marchand esque, where you know Brad Marchand is one of the most skilled players in the NHL. But what sets him apart from other from other players at that skill level is the fact that he's just a dick on the ice all the time. And I think he has more fun doing that than scoring exactly. goals. Exactly. And it seems like Savoie has yeah. that kind of attitude where he's just like, yeah, I might go out, get a, get a goal, get an assist, or you know, make a big hit. But what I really want to do is to is to get the other guy across across the ice from me to take a stupid penalty and then I'm going to laugh in his face right. as we get a power play. That so seems like his his uh, his attitude, it's so fun and that's to not be that something guy. you could. It yeah, <laughs> and it's, that's not that something you can you can go out and say, "Hey, go be that guy." Like right. if you if you're that guy, you have to be born that way. You gotta yeah, and you it, have to be it like seems Lady like Gaga he, and be born that way. That's right. Yes, Lady Gaga. There you go. Did you ever um, think we get a Lady Gaga uh, reference on? A I wouldn't have thought in the first five days a week, but you know, throughout the summer. Yeah, you know, we we got quick question I want to address. The yeah. chat uh, from Anthony. Uh, do you ever see Evan Barrett playing in the NHL? Uh, unfortunately, I do not. I don't. Yeah, there's not enough there. I yeah, I just don't I, know. What I like. He, uh, he's got the look 
He's yeah. a great kid. <laughs> I've talked to him a bunch of times in Rockford. I want him to succeed, but it's just he's a half a step too slow. There's nothing he does really, really, really well. No. I feel like for two years we've kind of been waiting to see the Evan Barrett yeah, turn the corner, no and he just it, hasn't really done it. He's kind of flattened out, and he is what he is at this point. Yeah, and I think the I think what what hurts him is he's not he's not a bad player, but I think he's just been leapfrogged. I think I think Reichel came in was already better than him. Yeah, I and think it's tough you know, to be leapfrogged as a forward in this organization. Yeah, the last couple of years, but oh, it's yeah. happened because he's kind of stayed at the same level. Not gotten worse, but not gotten better. While other guys, where have guys better. like guys like Mackenzie Entwistle, Philip yes. Kurashev, Josiah Slavin, they've come in and they've they've progressed beyond him. Right. He's just, not a bad player. I I feel like on maybe another organization he could have a, another opportunity to get into the NHL. But I think right now, unless this training camp and preseason, he really you know uh, knocks some socks off. I don't see him being one of the first options coming out of Rockford up to the NHL. I could be wrong, but I, I just, I don't know. And I don't want to say he's done developing. He's right. only, what, 23, 24? He could still um, make that jump, but yeah. at, at, at this point, it'd be a very surprising thing. Not mm-hmm. impossible, just I don't see it happening, but, you know, hopefully he proves us wrong. Maybe this is the year he makes that sure. jump. I mean, there's been too many times in Rockford where you don't even realize he's playing until you look at the score sheet at the end of the night. And if it's not a good sign. And if you can't be a guy that is noticeable night in, night out at the AHL level in your third professional season, yeah, it might not be. It might be time for a, a start somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame because you know when he was drafted in, in a couple of years, it felt like he was going to be a guy who was going to be part of things. I remember. On the Madhouse podcast, James loved Evan Barrett. He's one of his yeah. favorite guys to track, and there just hasn't been that jump that you expect from most prospects at that level. And you know, we were talking to a in the in the locker room today, we're sort of asking like, "Oh, who's a, who should we talk to?" And uh, one Blackhawks person was like, "Oh, well, he's not really a prospect, but Evan's good to talk to." <laughs> you know, <laughs> just kind of like yeah, an outright that's... dismissal of his status as yeah. a prospect. Yeah, he's Which a forgotten is, guy because yeah. he was a what second round draft pick, third round, of third thing. round, yeah. and he, you know, he was he was really good in college. Played for Team USA at the World Juniors. Like yeah. he looked like his trajectory was was uh, you know heading heading towards the NHL, and it just kind of uh, plateaued a bit. Yeah, um, so we'll see how he looks in yeah. camp. I'm sure he's going to get some preseason time. He'll get in oh, a yeah. game or two. I mean, you got to you got to see now what you got. Definitely. Um, maybe, but I just don't see that happening. It's like we said, new coaching staff, clean slate for everybody. So sure. hopefully, uh, sure. you know, maybe Evan Barrett makes an impression on Luke Richardson. But we'll see. It just doesn't seem like as you're projecting guys who might be part of things here, um, it just doesn't. It's it's really hard when you're looking at the spots available, especially to start the season. Right. Yeah. You know, there's really not that many forward spots open because you know Lafferty's going to have one. You know, uh, future captain Reese Johnson will probably have a spot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, Jujar Karras back, Kachuk, Radish, Kurashev. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with Lafferty, Blackwell, Domi, Athanasiu, Taves, Johnson, Kane. Like, there's just yeah, not no, a lot of spots open. Spots. I mean, and, uh, you, you got to make a spot for. Likely, you'll have to make a spot for Lucas Reichel. Yeah, Mackenzie Entwistle. You got Mike Hardman in the mix. Like, it's, it's he's got a lot of guys to beat up. Yeah, yeah. He's going to need a lot of uh, lower body injuries to really be in the in the discussion. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, maybe this is the year that he says, you know, that he he hits that stride. But 
I, I, I'm not betting on it. I, look, I, today we've seen, what, four days of development camp. We saw a whole day of drills today, and I did not notice Evan Barrett. Yeah. No. You noticed Reichel. You noticed Korchinski. You noticed the guys. Colton Dock looked really good. Philip Bruce stood out. That was a guy who got my attention. Yeah. Um, who was asking you about? I said, what, whose number? What's a, you know, so somebody asked you about what number they were because they were standing out too, and I can't think of who it was. I think it was, think it was Roos, wasn't it? It might have been Roos. Yeah, it might have but, been. But, uh, you know, Ethan Del Mastro, you know, those guys – you could tell we're at a different level from the other guys on the ice, and just Evan Barrett's just a body out there. It's not a good sign. So, hey, what are you going to do? You know, it's it's just so, – uh, Nate says in the chat, if you can't make this sucky team, how can he make another? That's the question. <laughs> Maybe he's that classic, you know, 4A hockey player. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, there's worse things you could do for a living and play in the AHL for 12 yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, sure. Or, or, or go to Europe and get paid well to play hockey in Europe, but – yeah, I don't see an NHL career in his future. All right, so keep an eye on allchgo.com tomorrow uh, for uh, Mario's Prospect Pyramid with a flat top. It's going to be good <laughs> stuff. Uh, we're going to play our interview with Ethan Del Mastro uh, coming up here in a minute. But first, we want to remind you I that think it's a trapezoid, it's actually. Trapezoid? Trapezoid. Okay, it's football season, if you haven't noticed. Uh, it apparently is. 100 billion people watch the NFL this weekend. Yeah, that makes sense. Points Bet is bringing you a better way to bet live on games, which means you're watching a game. In the course of a minute, you can bet on the next drive to be a touchdown and cash out on your live bet as it's happening. You can win money during the game. You don't have to wait for the conclusion. You can say, hey, Opening, uh, you know, game against Green Bay. I think the Bears are going to run the opening kickoff back. Boom, you place that wager on points bet. It comes in. You cash it out right away. Keep playing as the game goes on. It's an awesome way to stay in the action during the NFL season. Build the perfect live same-game parlay by combining your favorite bets anytime during the game. That includes spreads, totals, players, player props, and more. Choose the outcome of the next drive and the next points with points bet lightning bets. So whether you're on the move or on the couch, do it live with points bet. Download the points bet app today and sign up with the code CHGO. You'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. And if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Am I telling the fine people about Athletic Greens? You should. You are All right. Now. Well, Athletic Greens, yeah. <laughs> if you haven't heard about them by now, uh, you must be a first-time listener. But I'll tell you about Athletic Greens and their AG1 formula designed to improve your gut health, optimize your immune system, and give you more natural energy. With just one scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And if you have different dietary restrictions for whatever reasons, if you eat dairy-free or gluten-free or keto, vegan, paleo, whatever it might be, uh, you are good to go with AG1. It can fit into all those different diets. It's easy to incorporate into your life no matter how busy you might be. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Blackhawks. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Blackhawks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
All right, after uh, Prospects Camp today, or whatever you want to call it, the Tom, Tom Curver's Preparation Prospects, Program. The Preparation Program. <laughs> Greg and I caught up with Blackhawks defenseman Ethan Del Mastro. And uh, Greg, I think you had the first question for him. Yeah, just, uh, you know, it was nice to catch up with Ethan again. And I uh, just kind of asked him about his experience at the World Junior Championships where he was a golden boy. Uh, yeah, gold medal winner, uh, where he was a late roster addition as an injury replacement and then became a fixture in their lineup so here's what he had to say about that yeah pretty crazy you know you go from uh, being at their uh, u20 summer camp and then you come back home and then you're right back out there again and it's kind of a surprise but obviously uh, you know you couldn't be happier it's something that um, any kid dreams of playing in so and you know i just went out there with an open mindset and um, you know they put me in for a game and i just tried to do it what i do best and, and try to be that shutdown guy and, and uh, provide an aspect to that team that that um, you know could be helpful in them uh, winning, and um, I think they liked it and they kept me in. So um, overall, a great experience, and you know you can't be can't be mad when you come out with the gold too. How do, how do you keep your mindset? It's been such a busy summer. You were here at World Junior. Now you're back here. You're going back to your junior team here in another tournament in December. How do you keep focused? Yeah, like you said, you know, crazy kind of summer and, and past uh, past couple months. But, um, you know, I think you kind of take it with you and, and, you know, do the most of it. You know, it's something that uh, any kid would dream of doing. So um, when you're out there, uh, try your best and, and, you know, enjoy every moment. It's got to be a hell of a confidence boost to, you know, go into the Team Canada camp not knowing if you're going to have a full-time spot than winning it, you know. So technically you're one of the six best defensemen in Canada. It's got to do a lot for your mental, uh, the mental part of your game and the confidence part of your game. Yeah, I think obviously it provides a little bit of confidence, but I think uh, there's always room to, to improve and, 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 you know, get better. And I think that's a big part of coming out here is, is to get better and learn. And um, that's what I plan to do. Starting to get, get to know these guys, you know, you get a development camp while you're here. Um, who has stood out to you? I know it's only the second day, but uh, anybody looking really good, really strong? Anyone's made a jump since development camp? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of great players out here. Um, you know, they're always pushing you. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of top end, uh, top end talent. And I think, uh, you know, obviously the, the seventh overall, Kevin, Kevin Kurczynski, uh, he's obviously been a great, great addition. And um, you know, a young, a young superstar in the, in the dub, and um, he's coming out here and, and he's looked good. And um, you know, I, I look to look forward to see him grow and, and improve as a player. How much fun is it going to be tomorrow to actually get a game in? You know, you've been here, it's been practice, 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 and now, you know, some opponents you can actually go out and maybe rough up a little bit. How's that, <laughs> how much fun is that going to be? Yeah, obviously, it's, it's amazing whenever you can play games. You know, it's a special feeling, and, um, you know, it should be fun with this group of guys and, and go out there and, and play them in, in a back-to-back -back game. And, um, you know, it's, it's better to play games in practice, I think. Obviously, you want to get better in practice, but um, the games where the fun is, so should be exciting. Is there any form of game planning for those two games against the Wild prospects, or is it just kind of go out there and, and scrimmage? What, what's the what's kind of, what's the process going into that? Yeah, I think there's a little bit of structure you're trying to build right now in these uh, couple couple days of practice, and um, you know, kind of build off off these practices and bring it to the game. And obviously, it's it's new players and players that haven't played with each other before. But um, I think you just go out there and try to do your best to stick to the, the system that they uh, you know put forward, and um, just do your best to kind of showcase yourself. I mean, it's a showcase uh, showcase couple games. So um, I think everyone goes out there and just tries their best. Ethan Del Mastro after uh, Blackhawks practice today. Good kid. Glad we got a little bit of a rapport with him. So in two or three years, that'll be really handy. Yeah. yeah no, it's, it's like, <laughs> hey, no pressure, Ethan, but uh, we, we, we like you. You like us. Please please become a regular NHL player. You know, yeah. if, you, if, if you told me he was 25, I'd believe you. Like, he just seems yeah. very mature, 
not just physically, but also, you know, in, in the way he talks, the way he carries himself. It's probably a reason why he's now going into his second year as captain of the uh, Mississauga Steelheads in the OHL there. Um, again, we talk about, you know, the kind of quality of player that uh, Kyle Davidson wants to have in the organization. I know Del Mastro wasn't a Kyle Davidson pick, but he definitely seems like the kind of guy that uh, Davidson, even though he doesn't really have any, uh, you know, hasn't shown too many loyalties to the prior uh, front office's uh, guys, so to say, uh, seems like a player that I think Davidson um, would like. And a player that I think Luke Richardson would love to eventually coach. So, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it's, it's uh, good to hear from him. Uh, excited to see what he does this weekend. Uh, funny little tidbit here as we've, uh, we've pulled up the Minnesota Wild uh, prospect, Tom Curver's prospect showcase roster. Uh, two players <laughs> that have a, a small bit of recent history and connection with uh, Del Mastro. Damon Hunt and Carson Lambos on the defensive side. Uh, Hunt is who was replaced by Del Mastro for Team Canada at this uh, past summer's World uh, Juniors Championships. And Carson Lambos is who Del Mastro took the place of in the starting lineup uh, to, uh, to stay in the lineup and, and eventually help Team Canada win a, win a gold medal. So, yeah, when you look at the uh, little connection there, it's a little, and also, uh, little fun. Uh, Damon Hunt spells his first name the way uh, the House of the Dragon, Damon, the brother. Uh, spells it the date ah, yes. D A E M O N. Yes, not like Matt Damon <laughs> not like Matt. or Damon Avenue. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a different uh, different spelling well, there. Well, I hope Ethan packed his gold medal so he could show it to Damon. I hope he wears it on the yeah, ice. Yeah, we're on the ice. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys. Uh, just for Wallstead and goal for the yeah, like Wild. Yeah, yeah this is a really it, it's a pretty good roster. Yeah. When they got Marco Rossi, who yep. yeah. I'll be good to see. Probably like the Wilds, Lucas Reichel. I love his shampoo. <laughs> and uh, Adam Beckman's another nice young player that's going to be yeah. good for them. So they get that's not a lot of goon, goonage. Got a good squad. Yeah. Good so squad. yeah, just go getting the chance to see Jesper Wallstead play uh, in a small rink for free. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, hey, yeah, if you got a, a chance to a do deal. it, yeah, that kid is going to be a, a stud goalie. Yeah. I was super bummed when um, the Hawks traded uh that draft pick for seth jones now i wasn't upset about getting seth jones but i really wanted them to use that pick on either jesper wallstead yeah. or sebastian kosa what have been nice to get uh, him back in the flurry trade too yeah yeah that, never, that wasn't gonna, that gonna happen, happen, happen no. didn't didn't happen but yeah but yeah wallstead was definitely someone i i was hoping that the blackhawks would have uh targeted a few drafts ago but um yeah Games Friday night and uh, sa- a Sunday afternoon. Yep. Uh, good opportunity to go out and see these guys play. For Bears free. don't play at a seven thirty, so there's no there's no yeah. conflict of interest there. Go Not check out all. the Hawks prospects for free at one, and then uh, at the, uh, go uh, fifth, home, get fifth, your wings and pizza ready, and the third arena. Maybe throw some Greenwich Farms uh, sausage on the grill and have yourself yeah. a night. I want to see uh, uh, David Spachek, son of the cat-faced Blackhawk Yaroslav Spachek. Yeah. I wonder he's, if he'll be around. Maybe he'll be a around. Because isn't there a Michael Spachek is his son, too, that was I with uh, the Jets organization? Could be. I want to say is either a son or a nephew. Uh, Yaroslav Spachek, if a cat and Dan Aykroyd had a child, that's what it would look like. <laughs> that's uh, okay. I never thought that that uh, combination would be on this. Oh, it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's, uh, I v- yeah, show. I vaguely remember him being a unique-looking individual. That is a way to put it. Uh, like, like he, <laughs> I, I see like what you he, kind of like uh, if you put him in a black turtleneck, he would be a James 
Bond villain. Yes. Yeah. I, I think my I think my description of your spot check is accurate. Dan Aykroyd mates with a cat, and that is the outcome. Okay. Uh, sounds like a Let's movie Google Dan it. Aykroyd may have passed up on before. Go to the Google machine and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Sorry. It's just right. it is a it is a perfect comp. You know, with all the with all of our CHGO uh, staff here today, the the internet has definitely slowed down because I'm trying to see if those spot check family tree is what we're what we're talking about here. But uh, yeah, I guess guess well that'll have to be uh, decided later in the show. Lawrence is using all of our inter- our <laughs> yeah, bandwidth right he's now. He's got all the bandwidth. <laughs> trying to find down, the, trying to f- find the best picture of the cat faced man, Mister Spotcheck, who uh, yeah. I see it. I see what you mean. Yeah, he's he's he, he's a looker. Yeah, <laughs> as they say in the old country. Uh, we do have some good news in the hockey uh, Blackhawks uh, space. Rick Westhead this morning tweeted out, uh, "I'm so pleased for Kyle Beach, who is transitioning to a new phase in his hockey career. Kyle will be an assistant coach this season with Trinity Western University's men's team in Langley, British Columbia. He's in a good space, and I'm so happy for him. So, congrats to Kyle Beach." Uh, for getting back into the hockey world as a coach. Great Love news. to catch up with Kyle this year at some point. I wonder how findable. Maybe Rick Westhead can hook us up with him. <laughs> I know Kyle yeah. is on Twitter, but he's not very active. On no, Twitter, and, as you can imagine. Yeah, and yeah, I, I, I could imagine that he's, uh, he's probably valuing some time He's probably away. closed those DMs a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, definitely. I, definitely. I don't, you know, look, if we ever talked to him, of course we'd have to get into the thing, but... You know, I it'd just be cool to catch up with them, and you know, like how was how, how have things been since all this yeah. came down? You know, and and Rick seems to indicate that he's in a good spot yeah. uh, mentally, um, and I think you know, I, I don't know if you can ever really get closure on something like that, but something acknowledgement is, is something something as close to it. Yeah. You're yeah. getting he probably got more support over the last six or seven months than he got in his lifetime. Before then, yeah. with people just reaching out, of course, there's going to be the trolls you always talk about. But of course. I think the vast majority of people are really in Kyle Beach's corner, maybe for the first time in his career so uh, or his life, really, you know. Yeah. So hopefully uh, he's in a good place and it'd, it'd be cool to catch up with him and just, you know, talk about life because he's an interesting dude. And, man, you talk about prospects that you really thought were going to be great. Yeah. He's one of them, man. Just yeah. and maybe maybe had the Hawks not failed him, he could have been. Things could have yeah, you know? things could have turned out differently for him for sure. Yeah, I mean it's you know transitioning to a, a coaching role obviously uh, puts the uh, puts the end to his playing career. Uh, it seems I know he was playing in uh, in Germany in one of the lower lower divisions, but um, last I saw he was. I think almost a two point per game player uh, in the, in that division. Um, you know, take that for for what it's worth. But I mean, to to see him succeeding on the ice and and now have an opportunity to uh, to be a coach and you know provide some provide some players some 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 coaching uh, uh, you know some uh, a, a coach in a coaching role provide some players you know that experience that maybe he didn't get and be able to kind of learn from you know, those issues and provide, uh, you know, just a, a better environment uh, for, for those young players, I think is, uh, is, is, is going to be probably therapeutic for him in, yeah. in some way. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, it's good to see. It's good. It's, it's good to see some good news for Kyle beach. And um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'll keep an eye on uh, was it Trinity Western yeah. college? 
Speaking of coaching, did we discuss Brent Seabrook uh, being officially we named? We did. No. Yeah. yeah. Brent Seabrook also in a in a coaching role I with mean, the Vancouver Greg and Giants. I did technically. Did you guys? Did yeah, we? we did. We yeah. kind. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did. But for in, in passing, we didn't get yeah. bit too far into yeah, it. Go ahead, guys. Uh, Brent, you know, I I appreciate. It. I I sent you the link there in Slack, Lawrence, of uh, Brent uh, joining the club of men like me. Uh, in in body shape, and I'm I'm really really I, I proud of Brent for joining the club. Yeah, he's it's uh, uh, so something we all knew was coming. You'd think uh, yeah. for for Siebes, who yeah. was uh, affectionately nicknamed Nachos at one point in his career. Yeah, yeah, put on some weight, but uh, good for him, man. And of course, he's got the New Balance shirt on. He's entered dad mode. He's full dad mode. <laughs> he's got the New Balance shirt on. He's good to go. So congrats to Brent Seabrook. That's a guy who... Did when he you also would... model for the Vancouver Giants logo? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a good point. He definitely looks like a guy that no longer gives a crap about anything. Like, oh, yeah. Yep, give me the free fleece and let's get to it. Let's start developing some players. Well, I remember when they were when they would do like Blackhawks like Zooms and stuff and Seabrook would be on. He just had the gigantic bushy yeah. beard with like pieces of like chicken wings still stuck in there and stuff. I was just Same. like, all right, this guy's enjoying his time at home and yeah. good for him, man. seen a razor he's in months. It. He's earned it. Yeah. But he, even at the end of his career, um, when I would go, like the rare times I was able to actually go to games, I made a point to like really focus on him to see like, is it really as bad as we think it is? And yeah, he was a few steps slow, Yeah, but man, was he the leader on the ice. He was the, I mean, you talk about having a coach on the ice with you, directing everybody where to stand, like, like yeah. pre-face-off. The guy just knows the game. His defensive instincts are incredible. I think just his hockey instincts in general. When you look at all the huge goals Brent Seabrook scored over his career, yeah. right place, right time, uh, that's the kind of player he is and was. So I'm natural. Uh, for a coaching position, and hopefully this uh, gets him in the NHL uh, at yeah, some maybe. point. I'd love to see him. They should just have him sit in the penalty box, and every time a player gets a penalty, he can just <laughs> calm him down yeah. and get things ready. Dude, you must chill. Yeah. Is he just, like, snacking on popcorn or whatever? One, uh, <laughs> one quick thought on the back to the beach stuff that yeah. I'm really happy that he's still in the game of hockey because it's very easy for him to be like, screw Shut the, door the completely. sport. Yeah. You all turned your back on me, but now he's still – and he's in a – in a position where he's working with young players and I, and I think it's refreshing to get people like him into the coaching realm because now I'm sure in his mind, he's like, I'm, I can offer these kids what was denied to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If there is a problem, they can know that they can come to me and I will address. I am yeah. not going, I'm going to break that cycle. If it's ever brought to me, I will make damn sure that I will not repeat others mistakes. I think that's great, and I think we need more of that in the sport of new people who have gone through this stuff who won't keep that cycle yeah. of team before players, you know, winning before the good of our own players. So I, I think that's, that's a good mindset to have in there to where, listen, if you can't come to Kyle Beach with some sort of problem, then you can't go to anybody. Yeah. So I, I, it's good. I like, I like having that. People who have gone through some trauma can now take those experiences and then bring it back into the game as a positive to mm -hmm. kind of break that, to make sure those things don't happen again. And that's all we want. Mistakes were made. People admitted their mistakes took a little long. People would cost a lot of people their jobs, and rightfully so. Now it's up to all of us in the hockey community to make sure that never happens again. Did you notice, Greg, as we left the Blackhawks locker room today, 
the poster that was on the door? I did not. It was a black. It looked like a Blackhawks press release, but it was permanently placed on the door, and it was like a workplace and locker room like harassment and behavior like guideline sheet, like an expectations rundown. Thought that was interesting. I didn't get a chance to like really stop and absorb it, but it did catch my eye as we were exiting to go talk to Andre Sorensen that there was a statement of expected behavior and tolerance and all those sort of things placed on the exit of the locker room. So I don't know. Maybe that's been there forever and I've just never noticed it. Right. But, you know, this I conversation was, day has sort of reminded me of that. I'll be honest. I was distracted by Jakob Poor and the gun show he was displaying. <laughs> uh, I had only I've only ever seen uh, young Mr. Poor on the ice from a distance. And this dude was huge. Yeah, he's huge. Oh, he yeah. had some, like, this dude lifts. He does not skip uh, squat day, that's for sure. He's a big dude. I wouldn't want to have to uh, battle in the, in the corner for a puck with him. They're all, like, I don't know. It just seemed like they were all big today. Well, like, and Lucas Reichel, one yeah, of the he biggest. He was in the locker room when we were in there. Okay. But well, um, one of the biggest things. He's already things. hiding from the media. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. One of the biggest things for him year over year was to, you know, get stronger and from what we've heard he's added 15 pounds and shouldn't be the I told lanky Derek tennis king, player figure that he used to have and, i told and maybe, Derek uh, king last year just send him to my house for two weeks we'll get some weight yeah. on him it won't be the healthiest weight but it'll be weight yeah yeah just send him to chgo studios and let him eat meat sticks for three weeks yeah there's fine. plenty of green ridge farms Farm. uh meat here for for lucas to chow down on and add a couple pounds here and uh put that put that weight to good use it's a good way to do it yeah. Uh, it's our play of the week. Are we going to stick get, with what works? We got an easy one this week. Bears. Way too easy. I mean, we've been riding that Bears train. We, we won three in a row on uh, uh, in the preseason. Technically, we won twice uh, yeah. this week because you had your bet from two weeks ago, yeah, Bears yeah. on the money line and the under. Mm-hmm. I had the Bears on the money line as well as the, the points. So we all won those. Uh, we're I feel like we're, well, what are we, are we five weeks in a row yeah. we've hit. Yeah. We're, we're riding. We're riding the, the Justin Fields train to to early retirement. Ride baby. that Bears train. Um, so I I jumped on this a little too early because now it's gone. But we're going. The Bears are getting a crap ton of points this week. Mm-hmm. Currently on 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 points bet. Download that app. Sign up. Use the promo code CHGO. Get that f- those those free bets, free membership, all that free stuff. Bears, as of this morning, were getting 10 points. Yep. <laughs> I locked in that bet on the opening line. It was nine and nine, a half. Yeah. It's gone up to 10. Yes, I know. It's Bears and Packers on Sunday night. That usually doesn't go very well. I know. Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. Yes, the Bears won a game against a really good team in a monsoon. Yes, the Packers got embarrassed. Know, but you know what? 10 points. And any NFL game is a lot of points. That's a lot. I'm not saying the Bears are winning. I'm just saying that's probably a sucker bet, and maybe I'm a sucker, but I th- don't think the Packers are putting up a double-digit win here. All the garbage that we've heard all offseason about the Bears, no weapons for Justin Fields. What weapons does Aaron Rodgers have? Who's he throwing it to? Yeah, Christian Watson uh, couldn't catch people who can't catch the ball. Right, that one where the guy was wide open, right through his hands, and he's he's already yelling at coaches and and being a whiny little piss baby because that's what he does. Not Aaron Rodgers. So it took him all three series to be the real Aaron Rodgers. So maybe, just maybe, this is the time that 
you know, the Bears finally give them what, hey, as long as they lose by nine, we're all happy. So that's the points <laughs> bet play of the week. Take the 10 points with the Bears in Lambeau. It's not the greatest odds in the world. You're not going to win a million bucks. But, you know, winning half of your not bet back attitude. is better than losing your entire bet. So True. that's True. our points bet play of the week. The Bears plus 10. Bears. Bears. All right, we've got some uh, NHL jersey news. Uh, the reverse retro jerseys will be uh, unveiled on October 20th officially with teasers coming out on the 19th mm. but two teams today have revealed some new looks we're going to start with the carolina hurricanes with their classic look they are, these are uh, sharp these will be their third jersey alternates this year um i believe this is the look that they had during their just cup phone. run in uh 2006 if i'm not mistaken with uh yeah Current coach Rob Brindamore as the uh, Ooh, look at that captain detail. of that team. It's beautiful. It's a, it's a good beautiful look. Shoulder yeah, with the you know, it's it's not too far gone from what they recently have 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 sported. So, uh, not too much of a of a of a deviation from what they currently uh, wear. But yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a good look. I like the sparkly silver there on the uh, last. Yeah, the uh, hurricane flag beautiful. on the trim there. Nice yeah, little accent. Hurricane warning flag. Yeah, I I I like. These better than their all black uniforms they've been wearing a lot lately. It's yeah, just too much. True. Too much. Like I like more colors. Like yeah, all black and all white. They're I agree. Just, they're just they're boring. Give me more colors. Speaking of colors, the San Jose Sharks also yes. unveiled I some new it. uniforms. I I love it. these. The especially so if you're listening on YouTube on, on, on a, a podcast. Go watch the YouTube video or just go to the Sharks and Hurricanes Twitters and play along at home. The Sharks with a full teal set, teal yes. helmet, teal jersey, teal breezers, Gorgeous. teal uh, socks. They look awesome. Does and they're very good. old school Sharks with the okay. straight horizontal. I, I have my answer. Who's the first name you guys think of when you see this? When you see the all teals? Any of these old school. Owen Nolan. Sh- Owen Nolan. Doug Wilson. Doug Wilson. Or Jeff Friesen. Uh, for the Sharks specifically? Y- yes, this, sh- this Sharks look. This, is, this reminds me of Arturs Urbe Arturs Urbe. beating the Red Wings back in with what the, the with hell the f- year was with that? The, with the cage. Like 94? Yeah. I don't know what year that was. Yeah, no, I, I like it. I like the teal pants uh, and all teal. The only change I would make would hmm. maybe be black gloves. Get a little differential hmm, sure. in there. Otherwise... I'm okay love with it. the teal gloves. I, 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 I love the teal helmet and the te- teal breezers. You know, a lot of people freaked out. Well, I don't say freaked out, but there was a lot of people that, like, when the avalanche went to the blue, ble- blue, uh, yeah. blue breezers. I almost said blue blazer. <laughs> R- R- oh, P. man, too soon. Um, a lot of people were like, oh, I don't like that. But you know what? They look pretty good lifting the Stanley Cup wow. wearing them. So, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's different. And I, and I like the teal because it's not red or royal blue or black it's it's unique and uh i'm all about i love different colors i love aesthetics at hockey games so i i'm looking forward to seeing them there's a good name yeah yeah good call i always think of him as an avalanche but yeah um yeah jeff friesen was a good one they had a lot of pretty good players uh, with pet uh, pet falloon Pat Falloon yeah. was a I long time. They, I believe short. they had former Blackhawk Wayne Presley for yeah. a, a few weeks. Yeah, uh, yeah, they good stuff. Yeah, yeah those, and those they are, got, now they got to bring back the starter jackets for everybody to wear. Well, some teams have oh, yeah. those. 
The Sharks one? The Blackhawks did it, right? Yeah. 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 When I was a youth, the Sharks. Alex, Alex Dabrinkit's got one in his closet after uh, my Yeah, yeah oh, it might be on eBay. All right, a couple things we want to remind you about before we wrap up. The 25th of September is our first official CHGO Bears tailgate. Join us at the corner of Roosevelt and Michigan Bears Texans, a four-hour pregame party beginning at 8 a.m. all the way to kickoff at noon. 34 bucks. Your ticket's going to get you unlimited brews, unlimited booze, food, music, games, $34. It's less than a 15-minute walk from Soldier Field, which is about as close as you can get to Soldier Field without paying $80 for parking. Join us. Go to allchgo.com to purchase your tickets. These are not unlimited tickets, so jump in and get them before they are gone. This is a tremendous deal. $34 for a four-hour tailgate. All booze and food supplied. You do not need a ticket to the game to attend. You can get one at the Game Time app. Use that link in our uh, YouTube descriptions and podcast descriptions when you buy tickets from Game Time. But join us at the tailgate, allchgo.com to get your tickets. Uh, I'm going to do my best to make it. Uh, it's going to be a really awesome time. We're going to have the uh, Green Ridge Farms meets out there and everything. It's going to be a fantastic day uh, out in the South Loop. So join us, allchgo.com, to purchase your tickets. And we hope to see you there for the first official CHGO Bears tailgate again. That is Sunday, September 25th from 8 a.m. to noon at the corner of Michigan and Roosevelt. Do not miss our first tailgate. All right, we're back tomorrow. Audio only. Look for the episode to drop around 11, 11.30. We'll have a whole bunch of fun stuff to talk about there. And then the official week of training camp begins next week. We cannot wait. A uh, whole lot of hockey coming your way. Uh, 82 games preseason and playoffs. <laughs> yeah, for someone. For we'll, someone. No, we'll be watching the playoff games. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll watch, watch them. them. We plan on watching 16 teams not in Chicago compete for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Exactly. we got Calder Cup playoffs, baby. That's it, exactly. Yeah, Rockford. Rockford that playoffs. Is. All right, make sure you smash that like button on YouTube if you haven't already. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're going to wrap things up. So for Greg and Mario, thanks to Lawrence for spinning the dials today. I'm Jay. This has been the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.